Hello, welcome to Fresh Outlook. Uh, this is Kevin Boy, and I'm here to answer your questions for today. And uh, don't forget, you can send your questions in on the Gmail, uh, free, uh, Fresh Outlook, excuse me, Fresh Outlook 101 at gmail.com. All lowercase letters, Fresh Outlook 101 at gmail.com. Just send in a question. You can put your first name if you want. Or you don't even have to put a name. Just ask the question. We'll answer the question live on the podcast. And uh, we appreciate your question. And uh, so what we'll be doing is answering questions. I got my producer here today, uh, producer Stacy, And she's going to be uh, asking me questions. And we're going to answer them. And uh, we'll get right into it. All right, go ahead. Okay, so my first question is from Jennifer from Milwaukee. And uh, she wants to know why come, why will some guys tell you straight up that they don't want to be with you and other guys won't so um she's been dealing with this with her boyfriend for a while and it goes on to say uh, she's been asking the guy um uh, that she's dating um if he wants to be with her and he's basically just um giving her the runaround okay okay well what's happening in the beginning of that beginning of that question uh why some guys are going to be honest with you and tell you, hey, we shouldn't be together, and some guys won't. A lot of times what's happening is uh, the the man has not dealt. This is, goes for both ways, man or woman. But since you're answering the question from a woman's point of view, we'll answer that way. But whenever I respond to questions, this could be used for men or women in the same aspect. And uh, so the idea is that uh, a person's own issues that they're dealing with in their personal life keeps them from wanting to admit the truth. So say for instance, if the guy says, uh, you know, Hey, I, I, I see the flaws in our relationship and it is best for us to end this now before it gets bad in the future. And so then some guys out of maybe they feel lonely or maybe they, just don't want to be by themselves at the moment. So they end up staying in the relationship knowing that it's not good for them, but they stay in it anyway and end up dragging it out to make it into something that it actually could have ended sooner. And so a lot of times uh, I commend those people, men and women out here that are willing to stand up in the beginning and say, hey, you know, this ain't going to work out. You know, we got too many, too many issues. I see red flags right now. The relationship ain't going to work and we need to go ahead and cut this off. I commend those people, but I also understand the people that are hurt, lonely, don't want to be by themselves and they need that companionship and they need that love. So therefore, this is a real issue that people got to deal with because if they don't deal with the issues in life, you see what I mean? It could come out in their relationship. And so a person's like, well, I'm lonely. Well, deal with your loneliness before you get into the relationship, you know, and things like that. Because if you don't, then you'll end up getting with somebody just because it's comfortable. You know, well, I just want you there just because yeah. it's comfortable. And then she goes on to say that, okay, so I guess sometimes he tells her that he wants to be with her, but then she says that things feel off at the same time say it one more time he said that he'll say yeah sometimes he says that he does want to be with her 
but then she feels things are off. Okay, so yeah, she can tell. So if she's feeling things is off already, mm-hmm. then nine times out of ten, yeah, it's not what she's thinking it is. Anyway, she he is probably just telling her what she wants to hear. Yeah, mm-hmm. in a lot of cases that's what happened because that 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 what's that called that in inner feeling mm-hmm. intuition the woman's intuition yeah <laughs> and it's so real. men hey and men have that too it's real <laughs> and so <laughs> it's that inner feeling you get so that feeling that you having you see what i'm saying is the truth that's your truth yeah. and you need to stand in that truth because that feeling you get like man i could tell this person really don't really don't care about me you can see it yeah. you can feel it you can tell and you can tell when a person is just with you for being a rebound to get over somebody that hurt them in the past. And not only that, it's important to consider that people are facing real life issues out here that like uh, say someone just lost a loved one or something, uh, you know, or anything like that. I just lost their job or their favorite career and they thought that everything in their life was perfect and they lost it all, but they need love. And they reaching out for somebody else to give them that love. And so that's why it's so important that we deal with our issues. And I'm very big on dealing with your issues before you get into a relationship. Because you're going to end up getting into that relationship wanting that new person you're dating to be your therapist. And that's not their job. Because that new person is going to get attached to you as well. If y'all don't go ahead and deal with the issues to begin with. But is that the full question on that one? Yep. That was it? Yeah. Well, yeah, the, uh, yeah, just, uh, yeah, deal with the issue. Uh, you know, the feelings of, uh, what was the first part of that question again? The first part of the question was um, her wanting to know why come men, why come some men to tell you up front they want to be with you and then other, men's, other men will, won't do that. Well, you know, Won't she just was be saying, honest with yeah. you up front. Yeah. Why come they're not honest up front? Basically? Remember that. That also, I want to go back to that because that that that's a big deal. There, that's a big question there. Just that first part, because that's so important. That some people uh, call it maturity. I don't really care for using those words because if I say that this guy's mature, that guy's not. In a way, it's kind of saying that you're stupid, and and there's people that are not stupid out of here. So we got to be careful with our wording. What happens is this guy has not dealt with his issues yet. And if he has not dealt with his issues yet, and your intuition is telling you that something is wrong, you don't be afraid to be the bigger person to walk away. Then Then it's on you to take your feelings out of the situation and walk away, especially when you are having those unsure feelings. Yes, and it's important that we understand that these feelings are normal. Don't feel like it's out of the ordinary. It's very common. And so in the long run, you're going to do yourself a favor by getting out of that situation quick as possible. It has nothing to do with them being bad or good. It has nothing to do with you being good or bad. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with you saying, you know what? It's best for us to take care of the issues that we need to deal with first and possibly in the future, you know, you actually may come back to that person at a better timing. And personally, I think women do that uh, very, very often where they want to be with somebody that they, they accept things. 
they see things and then they accept them. Yes. Mm-hmm. That comment. Just so they can be with that person. But that person in the long run doesn't appreciate all the things that they accepted. And then you end up in a toxic relationship because you feel like you've done all this for this person and there's no appreciation for it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And all of it stems from you're not walking away in the beginning. Yeah. You see what I mean? And see, it leads down that path of destruction. You see what I mean? And when you get to that path of destruction, it hurts worse because it really hurts worse because you knew you should have left in the beginning. Yep. You see what I mean? But because of your own feelings inside that you really want somebody, you really don't want to be alone. I don't believe that the average human being wants to be alone. You know what I'm saying? They enjoy being around people. And on top of that, you can't make something work with somebody who's not trying to work with you. Yes. It's impossible. Yes, that is a very important thing there because if you're trying to be in a relationship with somebody and you're like, you're doing all the effort, because every successful relationship in life, now remember, relationships doesn't always refer to love. We're talking about every relationship in your life, from business partners to relationships to family members and coworkers, any relationship you face in life comes from these two aspects, them doing their part and you doing your part. If you do not do your part in the bond, then therefore it's going to be always unequal. And so that's very important. You see what I'm saying? That both people are doing their part. And, you know, those those feelings of, well, that person changing their mind or that person not want to do their part comes from uh, a lot of that not dealing with it in the beginning when we knew that it really wasn't right. But uh, go ahead. You can go ahead with your next question. All right. The next question is from Candice from uh, Arizona. Okay. She says, how long should I give my relationship to hit the love mark? Mm. Oh, man. She said, how long? Huh? Hmm. How long should you, how long until you know it's love? Yep, how long before she should hit the love mark? Okay, how long until you know it's a love mark? Okay, Uh, part of that issue is the, um, yeah, part of that is the, all you can really do is go based off first defining what you see as love. And so this is important because Everybody out here has their own definition of love. And so really defining what your definition of love. Now, that could sound confusing because you would think that everybody's definition of love should be the same. All right. (laughs) And it should be. (laughs) But part of the uh, the podcast that we did on accepting reality, things are not the way they should be. Okay, so us being in a world that's not the way it should be. Okay, we have to function in that. So we're functioning in a situation that shouldn't be the way it is to begin with. So therefore, now what you're doing is you're saying, okay, hey, what is your definition of love? And then they look over and say, well, what's my definition of love? You see what I mean? So then when you say, how long till you reach love, what are you looking to reach? And see, for some people, love is connected to physical connection. See what I mean? So some people, love is connected to sex and feelings and emotion. And then for some people, love is connected to how you treat me. You see what I mean? And so so it's important. So Candace should first 
talk to her boyfriend and even find out what his view of love is. Yes, that's important. Before she say, you know, they want to take it to the next step. They need to know which of what each other's love language is. Yes, uh huh. They refer back to that the love language thing because everybody does have that, and so they may not call it love language, but that is the same idea of referring back to what do you see love as because everybody see loves differently. That matters, I think, a lot because I've been in relationships like that where when you know each other's love language it's almost a little better because when you want to show that person love you do for them what you know they like yes so they know that you love them yeah mhm and vice versa That's because it. if i'm a person who likes to receive gifts or if i'm a person who mm-hmm. likes to just have dinner made for me or something like that then you thinking in your head like okay i want to i want to show her love today i'm gonna do this for her yes you got it but Mm -hmm. you can't think in your head like oh i'm gonna show her love today and and do something like i don't know sit down and watch a movie with her no that ain't her love language she is not going to accept that as love because that ain't her love language. She yeah. don't understand that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you important. know what I mean. Yeah, that's important. Well, that's basically, that's it. That's the, that's the whole idea because that's answering the question because once you find out about that, like you said, it makes it easier for you because my definition, and it's going to be always different from other people's definition of what a relationship is. So in my opinion today in the year 2020, it is more of a partnership. You see what I'm saying? what the relationships really are. And so really, it's like you doing your part, they're doing their part. And so the idea, part of that goes back to that love language idea. So how are you going to have a partnership with somebody and you don't know what the partner needs? You see what I mean? And so once you know what that person needs, you can always fulfill those needs, therefore making the relationship solid. You see what I mean? And it will eliminate you facing any issues, uh, a lot of issues in the, you know, in the, in the future of the relationship. Uh, and so, you know, really in, uh, is it another part? Go ahead. Yeah, Answer it's more us. to it. Go ahead. Um, it's, she says that uh, they speak about it and he says he's not feeling love yet. Affection, yes, but not love. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she also says he's been furloughed from his job and uh she's been told to wait until he start working again and feels more like himself mm-hmm. okay okay well see so this looks like he's probably she's maybe thinking he's not feeling like himself because he's been furloughed from it furloughed from his job Mm -hmm. so he's been furloughed out of work Mm -hmm. and see a lot of that's going on right now with the coronavirus stuff so that's very understandable but i'm gonna tell you the bad side of that also and the good side so the bad side of that is you got to pay close attention to the most important part of your question the most important part of your question right now is that after i get back to work then I will feel better. 
after I get back to work, then I will feel better. So the most important thing to remember is that when they get back to work, then they're going to be feeling better about themselves. That's the bad part because you don't want to let the fact that you have a job or not be affecting the relationship. And that's very important. Now we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back with uh, episode two in a second. And we're going to finish that really quick. Hello. Yes, this is episode two. We're going to go ahead and continue with the question we was answering from Candace about the, uh, how long until you know it's love, you know? And so, uh, you know, and what she was dealing with is the guy she's dating was, um, he's feeling the affection part of the relationship, but he doesn't feel like he loves her yet. Uh, and plus he's furloughed out of work. So therefore, uh, the idea was that once he gets back to work, then he would be able to give her uh, what she needs and desires as far as the love. Uh, he would feel more loved and so are able to give love. And so the things I'm pointing out is that we don't want to allow our job to dictate our relationship. So part of that security for the man it helps to know that whether I lost my job or not, I know that you love me and you'll stay with me through that. But the affection part that's being dealt with is more likely that people are having sex. So if you have sex, that's part of the affection. So the affection is there, but there's no love. And so what that could be a sign of is that that person's love language that we talked about, the way that person expresses love is through being able to be your caretaker. And so what you have to understand is try to understand is that it's a lot of pressure put on man to be the head of household. And so therefore they have to be the one to make everything happen. They have to be the one to bring the bread home and uh, bring the money home and supply the family. Now, in, in the year 2020, it's not that, you know, not that type of situation for some people. Uh, it's kind of like a thing that's set into our minds. Like we want to become this, the housewife and the husband and, you know, everything and kids. It's an American dream type of thing. And so, therefore, uh, with that idea always lingering in the background, you know, it really would be nice to have that. And so that pressure then becomes comes down on the man and so in a situation like this this is what could be happening because he's saying that once i get back to work then i will be able to love you because my expression of love is being able to support you financially and get everything that you want financially and me being able to get those things for you helps me feel better as a man therefore helps me be able to feel like I love you because I can't say that I love you if I don't love my own situation. And so that's the whole idea. And so he may not love himself because he doesn't have the ability to support you. So therefore not loving himself, he cannot love you. And so that's what happens a lot of time. And so a lot of couples nowadays in the year 2020 are power couples 
where both of them are bringing in the money. You see what I mean? And that's a little different. But then the, the housewives and stuff like that, that's, it's the same idea because the wife still takes care of children. So it's not to downplay the situation if you're a housewife. But the idea to answer this question and to stay on track with the question is just to understand that how the man is put into the mindset, if he chooses to be dealing with this particular man here, he could be in that mindset that I have to be the supporter. So therefore, once he is taking away from his job, he feels like he's taken away from his command post as the leader, as the head of household, therefore damaging his self-esteem internally, letting him feel as if he is not able to be the man. And so this is an issue that he has to deal with first. But part of that issue is you setting down, coming to him, telling him, hey, let's talk about this. I am here and I back you and support you no matter what, even if you didn't make all the money and all that kind of stuff. Even if we had to downgrade to a smaller house or a cheaper vehicle or whatever we had to do. The point is that we have each other. Not that you can supply all my needs because that's not what the relationship was about. And so if it's love that's being as that we're going after, love has nothing to do with material possessions. But nowadays, some people get caught up in the idea is that let me buy you a lot of material possessions and supply you with those. That way you'll love me. And for some people, it's if I supply you with these material possessions, then that makes me feel good about myself. Therefore, helping me love myself to help me love you. It's not good, you know, to have to rely on material possessions for that love. But some people do it. So, you know. There's not no point in beating people up about it. You can live your life how you want to live it. But to focus on the question, the idea is that to learn that person's way of understanding how they express love. And so therefore, when you understand how they express love, then you can receive the love. But until you understand how they express love or their love language, it will be hard to understand how to receive the love from that person. Because you can love them, but you say they don't love you. But that's a possibility because your love may be from this view and they love it from that view. So therefore, you can't get the balance because we don't understand each other's love. And so I want to thank you for the questions. And uh, don't forget, send in your questions um, to Fresh Outlook 101, all lowercase letters, freshoutlook101 at gmail.com. And we will answer your questions live on the podcast. And so then I want to give you just some quick points to remember uh, the reason why waiting on the best timing for a relationship is because it allows a person to deal with all the issues in their life before allowing these issues to affect the relationship. And it also allows each person to prepare themselves for the relationship. Because being in a relationship is almost like having a job because you have duties on that job that you have to do. And so that's part of your job, part of your partnership in that relationship. So you have to be prepared for the relationship to do your part in it. And you should never get into a relationship expecting not to do your part. And so uh, and also don't allow past experiences of relationships to affect the new relationship 
So if you dated somebody that treated you a certain way, don't bring that into the new relationship. That happens very often. And what we got to do is we got to start out fresh every time. And so that's very important. And I practice that myself. So when I meet someone new, I make sure that it's a fresh start, clear mind, you know, it's a new beginning. And so if both of you come into it with a fresh start, new beginning and a clear mind, you're destined for success. And so four, uh, don't allow the effects of the past to affect the future. And so basically, same aspect, don't let the effects that what you went through in the past, if you were done wrong by someone, you can't go into the new relationship expecting, you know, they may do me wrong too. You're going into it already with negative thinking. And so that's important. And the last thing I want to say is that, um, that age means nothing when it comes to mental preparedness for a relationship. And, uh, and so basically whether you go and date someone older than you or date someone younger than you, that has nothing to do with your preparedness for the relationship. So if you pick somebody older and they're prepared to be in the relationship, they have put in the work, then that's preparedness. If you find a younger person that you like and they have put in the work and they're prepared to do their part in that relationship, you will then still get the same results from each person and age doesn't matter. So what it comes down to at that point is the preparedness to do your part in the relationship. And so that's very important. And so a relationship comes with responsibilities. And so you have to be ready for those responsibilities. And also, the final thing I want to say is we normally always see the red flags in a relationship, but we stay anyway because of our own insecurities. And so part of growth for you to grow is start to admit when you know it's wrong and be strong enough to walk away. Because if you stay in a situation that you know is not healthy it could have a bad outcome and be dragged out and turn into something worse than it could have been easy to solve. We all do it. Don't beat yourself up about it. Don't worry about what happened in the past. Just make sure that you change the future. And so this is Kevin Bowie. And thank you for checking out the podcast. And we will be back with a new podcast shortly. Thanks again.